Wow. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. I'm your host, Silk, and you are my co-host, my Diamond Dream Team. So I want you to stop what you're doing right now. Be sure to share and like this broadcast and this podcast. Share, share, share. I want you to share it everywhere and let them know that Silk is on the air. It's imperative that you share, share, share. That's right. You don't know what we're going to do over here and what I'm going to say over here. That's right. So go ahead on and share it. Now, listen, you all, I'm going to just take right quick and I want to bring in Ava Chan reporting all the way live uh, from America Fest in Phoenix, Arizona. One of our very own correspondents, Miss Ava Chan is here. Please bring her on, Miss Ava. Yeah. Oh, hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, Silk. Hi, hello, how are you? Thank you for I'm having doing, us. Thank you for being on. I'm, I'm understanding you there at America Fest there in Phoenix, Arizona. Let us know what's going on. Okay, that's great. I'm all about it. So I first of all, let me introduce my fellow fighters. Uh, his name is Jay, and Jay flew all the way from New Zealand just to be here with us at the NFSC booth. Jay, why don't you say hello to Silk and the audiences? Hi, Silk. Hi to Silk's amazing audience. How are you doing? I did fly hello. all the way here from um, from New Zealand. It's great to be here. Can you hear us, Silk? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. Yes. That's awesome. Amazing. So now I want to turn uh, uh, turn my uh, a little bit my back. I want to show you the booth. I'm not sure whether you can see our booth right behind us, where we stand, yeah. the new federal state of China booth. So this is our booth in the MFAST 2023 this year in Phoenix. We are one of the title sponsors for the events. So we probably got the best spot in the whole venue. And I'm very excited because we are actually united with many, I heard it was 30,000 Patreon Americans that register for this conference. And the conference started, um, the, 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 the event started on 16th. But on the very first day, um, uh, they started actually late in the afternoon from 3 p.m. all the way to probably 7. And during the short four or five hours, we had 60 people lined up and took interview from us. Right? That's right. That's right. And then the second day, we had a, a whooping 160 people. And so far, we're the third day from the events, and we have close to uh, more than 300 people that came up and said, we wanted to talk to you because we know that the CCP is enemy number one for the United States. So we want to join forces and we want to protect this great nation. How do we do it? So we had a wonderful conversation. So Jay, why don't you share some of the stories that you heard from people? May I, Silk? Yeah. May we share the stories? Yeah. Okay, go Please. ahead. Thanks, Ava. Yeah. And hey, Silk. Hey, look, we've had some uh, amazing responses from the people that have come out to the booth. You know, I, I spoke with one gentleman earlier today. He said, look, there was Turning Point USA. And on top of that, there was China. And his first impression was, what the heck is going on here? How is China, how is CCP involved? And then he read the line underneath, which said, take down the Chinese Communist Party. And I could see his reaction turn from one of despair to one of excitement, because that's a message that they want to see, and that's why they support us so much. Absolutely. I just couldn't convey my joy because I've been three days, I've talked to so many Patreon Americans. Not only they have passion, but seems like they know what to do. 
and they've shared so much information with me and I wasn't aware of prior to coming to this events. And some of them are, um, uh, you know, I because ha- this is the second year for the NFSC uh, appear at the MFest. Um, so I met some of the old faces, which I actually had a pleasure talking to them again, and they've changed. You know, they learned so much about the CCP in the past year, and we are feeding each other off operate, uh, information, and I'm so glad that Americans finally, they finally see the light that the CCP is the biggest threat to the way of America, to the way of American people, and to your value, and to God, Judeo-Christian um, the value, the foundation yeah. of this great nation. So yeah. with a very, so I'm very, very um, excited. I, I hope I expressed my, um, uh, you know, uh, excitement through the camera. Uh, but I do have some very, um, how do I say that? Very disheartening intel that we just reviewed yeah. today on the stage of uh, the um, turning point and um, fast uh, stage on stage because we had a speech seven minutes speech delivered as a special guests um, uh, to the event so um, uh, one of our fellow fighters um, on the stage shared three pieces of a crucial information and I want to use this opportunity to share it with your audiences because you don't hear any of those information from mainstream media nowhere you can find this information but from the new federal state of China because they are given by our bravery whistleblowers from within China, from within the Chinese Communist Party. So now in order to make sure I'm accurate, so I have some cute cards in my hand. So so excuse me if I'm you know looking down on my cards. So the very first one, as we talked about, uh, so can you remember we talked about not long ago, not long ago about the Retley uh, illegal biolab, right? I was on your show where we talk about that. Okay, so this is something to do. This is very, very concerning. Biolab. Uh, the CCP has finished, as of today, they finished 11 P3 biolabs in Middle East, in Africa and South America. And they have the capacity and ability to manufacture the virus like what do we have just experienced, the COVID-19 virus, which killed more than 7.2 million people worldwide. Okay, and oh they are, yes, and they're in direct command from the Xi Jinping, the head of the snake. Okay, so that's very, 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 very disheartening to hear that they already have 11 labs around pretty much South Africa, sorry, Africa, South America, and Middle East. 11 of them and wow. a lot of those regions we know that Middle East and including Africa they're they're they're, they're against America they're against the Western values so that's very disheartening and the yeah. second piece of information it's about ballistic missiles so I I want to share with you so the CCP has already deployed 3500 ballistic Dongfeng 10A missile in three countries in Middle East, and total worth of the three uh, uh, 3,500 missiles uh, is 50 billion dollars. Okay, worth of Dongfeng 10A missiles, and there's 2,000 currently, 2,000 more currently in transition to be delivered to the region, and they also the CCP also established a production line in these uh, countries and there will be this is this is truly bombshell 
and it's, this includes 20 nuclear intercontinental ballistic missiles, which is Dongfeng 41, and they can reach all the way to the main line of U.S. Okay, so oh this is already God. being deployed. Yeah, I know. Oh and the last God. piece, mm -hmm. yes, and last piece of Terra that I want to share with you is to do with mercenary. Okay, so in two countries that in Middle East, Iran and Syria, there is already 20,000 mercenaries join force, with, will join force with the Hamas. And these people are paid directly by the CCP. And how much CCP paid them? Each mercenary getting $10,000 per month. Okay. And also, there's another additional 20,000 of paid mercenary ready to be immediate, ready in the mode of immediate deployment to join the, uh, the Hamas conflict with Israel should there is an escalation of war. Okay, this is terrifying, James. Absolutely terrifying. This is sickening. It's, it's, it's really sickening, and it makes me wonder who else is involved in this. This is very, very great uh, information uh, mm -hmm. as it pertains to letting us know what's going on, and I thank you so, so much for, for keeping us updated and informed about what's happening do you know if america money is being used for any of this do the intel let you know that you know what uh let me ask let me answer this question this way i think american money is indirectly involved i don't know whether it's directly or not but indirectly for sure because as of today you still have trillions of dollars invested in communist china okay yeah. a lot of Americans' pensions today, they're still in the A stock, in Shanghai Stock Exchange or Shenzhen Stock Exchange, okay? So indirectly, Americans' money and your investment, your savings, your 401ks are actually funding the military of the PLA, which basically has the agenda to kill Americans. So oh, that's yeah. the way I'm answering your question. Uh, okay, great. Great answer. Because that's just the way I think about it. That's the way I think about it. Well, Ava, I want to say thank you so much to you and your co-hosts uh, for coming on, enlightening us, letting us know what's going on here in our country as, as, as it pertains to everybody, including the CCP. Uh, we got to stay updated, you all, and you. I want you to continue to keep doing what you're doing. How much longer do you have there? Do you, how long? Uh, much longer is the event there, the American Fest event there in Phoenix, Arizona? Um, I think me and Jay are going to stay uh, one more uh, half day left. So tomorrow okay. is the half day left at the event. We're anticipating that probably we will do 60, we will talk to 60 or 70 more American Patriots on live stream on Getter. And and then Jay, when, when will you be leaving? When will you be heading back to uh, New Zealand? Unfortunately, uh, I've only got a couple more days here in America before I head back home for Christmas. Uh, but I'm looking forward to tomorrow for sure, to talking to some more local Americans. Yes. Wonderful. So tomorrow Wonderful. is the last day. Yes. Wonderful. Well, you all be safe. I want to say Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year. So you all once again, thank you. Thank you so yeah. much for coming on and sharing this information. Go ahead, Ava. You was about to say something? 
Yes, thank you. I want to say the same thing to you and your audience. I wish you a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and God bless you all. Thank you for having us to spreading this very important intel and bring the information from Phoenix at MFAST 2023. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Thank Incredible. you. God bless you. Thank you. Incredible, you all. All right, so I had to get Ava on so that she can basically spill the beans and the collard greens and the in-between with the side of onion rings because there is so much happening in our country. You know, I was just online talking about the uh, obstruction that happened there at the Senate, inside of the Senate hearing room and, uh, and the sodomization that went on there inside of the Senate hearing room. So while they're somewhere uh, butterball naked, uh, screwing each other, Americans is getting screwed. You know, these people are supposed to be working for the betterment of America. I don't care if it is the staffer, they're supposed to be working for the betterment of America and look at what's going on around here. Mm -hmm. Y'all think I ain't gonna say nothing about it? All I know to do is just to call it right on out. All right, so you all once again continue to share, share, share so that everybody know what's going on, okay? What's going on? The CCP, who else is involved? And then with them making up all of these different uh, bioengineered uh, uh, weaponry uh, and, 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 and the Biden regime absolutely doing nothing about it, you all, you better pray. That's all I got to say. You better go ahead on and pray. Listen, you all, don't forget to download the Frank Speech app. The Frank Social app is two different apps and it's absolutely free. And shout out to everybody there on Getter Live, Rumble Live, Frank Speech Live. Shout out to Lindell TV, RSBN, CTA TV, to Stripes TV, to Bless News, uh, uh, and to Eagle News Network. Shout out to every last one of you all. Don't forget you all that the show is sponsored by Cats Remedies, where you can get the CBD products and more uh, 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 for you. And you can get CB treats, CBD treats for your pets. Don't forget the gummies, the lip balms, the massage oil, and my favorite, the joint and muscle balm pack full of minerals and essential oils. Go there to catsremedies.com. That's cats remedies.com all right and also you all the show is sponsored by drstellamd.com uh if you're in need of iron well you better get you some ivermectin some hydroxychloroquine potassium iodine go and get it from my understanding you all the fda the government is stepping in and a lot of different places that carry a lot of this they're stepping in trying to shut them down trying to shut them down but i don't see them trying to shut down these people that has got out of this fentanyl here in america why isn't our doggone fda or the government there at the doggone borders trying to shut those individuals down from bringing poison here to america okay let me calm right on down because it's still the top of the show and i i got to keep my blood pressure in control all right, so if you are in need of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, or potassium iodine, then go visit drstellamd.com. That's drstellamd.com. Book your telehealth appointment today, you all, or, or whenever you're viewing this show right after the show, view, book your telehealth appointment, you all, uh, so that you can be prepared and not scared. Be prepared. Get prepared, okay? Don't forget to go to patchstat.com. 
patchstat.com uh, where it encourages your natural stem cells. It uses your God-given energy to provide unique wellness benefits. Now, all of a sudden, they don't want you to say the word stem cells. All right. You know what? Stop telling me what I can and cannot say. I'm a grown ass woman and I'm going to say whatever the hell I want to say. All right. You don't control my mouth. OK, you don't control my organs. All right. You control yourself and you leave me and the people alone. All right. So this is the go to patchdat.com. All right. No drugs, no chemicals entered the bodies and it's money back guarantee. All right. If you don't know which one to try, start with the S39. All right. That's what you do. Now, let me go ahead. Is my next guest. No, 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 no. Before my guest come on, you all. Let me go ahead on and switch gears. Let me switch gears because, you know, this here is upsetting every time I talk about the J6. Every time I talk about these innocent American citizens locked up in the gulag, in prison, being held captive, hostages, it really infuriates me. Okay? Now, we got men in, in the Senate hearing room screwing one another. Uh-huh. But where is the, 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 the Senate at on our J-Sisters and getting them released? So Isaac Thomas is a J sister. It's 21 years old, the youngest J sisters in the DC Gulag. He was charged with a whole lot of stuff, you all. A whole lot of stuff, like they they've been railroading a lot of people. But one thing that he admits to is he said he admits to being there at the US Capitol, but he disputes the charges. He said, I didn't have any weapons. I don't own any weapons. I don't own firearms. If any laws were broken, it was not my intent in any way, shape or form. He said, I was being told that I was being charged with one count of second degree misdemeanor for trespassing. He said, and I get there uh, today or get there because this is I'm, I'm reading off of what's on his GoFundMe. He said, and they handed me papers that says you are a felon, you all. So I was able to just get a, a five minute audio from him discussing what's going on. And I want you all to sit back and take a listen to this. Hey guys, so my name is Isaac Thomas. Thank you guys for uh, letting me join the show. Uh, so I just wanted to, to give a quick breakdown of who I am and, uh, and what I'm here for. Uh, I'm one of the, the many January 6th uh, defendants that are being held hostage by the Biden regime. Uh, I am the youngest January 6th defendant charged to date. Uh, I'm currently sitting here in the American Gulag in the District of Columbia. Uh, it's a very unfortunate situation that we see ourselves in. Our country is in a very uh, dark uh, spot right now, and uh, I hope that this message can uh, be used to encourage people that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, is still in control. Uh, he is going to fix this. He's going to make all of this right. And um, so I just want everyone to, to uh, kind of have discernment 
and, uh, and to pray and to trust in God first and foremost. So that is our most important thing to do is to trust in God. Uh, so again, I'm, I'm one of the youngest January 6th defendants. Uh, one of the things that got me involved in politics uh, is uh, originally my time spent in the Michigan foster care system. So uh, from 6 to 16 years old, uh, for about 10 years, I spent my uh, life, my childhood, uh, being trafficked by the Department of Health and Human Services. I was experimented on with Fauci-funded pharmaceuticals. I was beaten. Uh, I was molested. I had a lot of terrible things that happened to me. And uh, I don't say this for people to feel bad for me. I came a long way and I've been put through the situations I've been put through uh, so that I can uh, speak up for the other people who are still being trafficked uh, through the system. And I think it's very important uh, that people have awareness about that and awareness of where American tax dollars are going. Uh, so just so people know, the foster system is trafficking children. They are experimenting on that. And uh, so that, that's what got me involved in politics originally. Uh, I got emancipated at 16 years old in uh, 2019, and uh, I began getting involved in politics and connecting the dots and trying to see what's going on with our country. I started connecting the dots between the pharmaceutical companies and the politicians and, uh, you know, the Uniparty that runs uh, politics here in D.C., and I decided it was important for me to start speaking up and sharing my story. Uh, on May 20th, 2020, I lost my mother from fentanyl. And so I got very interested in the fentanyl crisis and the, the amount of fentanyl going over our border. And uh, I was actually connecting the dots and trying to see what's going on with our country. I started connecting the dots between the pharmaceutical companies and the politicians and, uh, you know, the Uniparty that runs uh, politics here in D.C. And I decided it was important for me to start speaking up and sharing my story. Uh, on May 20th, 2020, I lost my mother from fentanyl. And so I got very interested in the fentanyl crisis and the, the amount of fentanyl going over our border. And uh, on October 19th, 2020, I turned 18 years old. Uh, November 3rd, 2020, I got to cast my first ever vote president America has, Donald J. Trump. And uh, I decided to cast that vote proudly. And uh, I watched as our president uh, won the election as of 12 midnight. Uh, but then the next morning, I wake up to see that the establishment uh, decided to steal the election. And I think a lot of people knew uh, that there was going to be an attempt, but we didn't think that they would be successful. And they were. They took our president, our, uh, the presidency uh, from uh, Donald Trump. And uh, the real insurrection uh, started on November 3rd, and it's, it's very unfortunate. Uh, now, I will say... Uh, I decided to, to get a lot more involved in politics and to start watching uh, exactly what was happening. And uh, on January 6, 2021, I decided to go to my first political protest. And it happened to be in D.C. at the United States Capitol. And I stood there and, and with millions of peaceful patriots uh, protesting peacefully to have their voices heard and to speak up about many different reasons. Uh, the election being stolen, the fentanyl pouring over our border. I think the main idea was people were tired of seeing incompetent government policies hurting innocent lives. We have watched uh, both Republicans and Democrats continue to, to rig our country, to rig the system in a way that Americans always lose. We're always put last. We fund all of these foreign wars and, and all of these terrible things, but we put ourselves last. 
So I went there, I watched as the, the Patriots stood peacefully, I watched President Trump speak, I walked down there peacefully with the Patriots and stood in front of the Capitol, and I watched Capitol Police. You have one minute remaining. Attack a peaceful crowd of, uh, of American patriots. And so uh, I, I am now sitting here. Uh, I was charged two years later, January 26th and of this year, 2023. And uh, I spent my 21st birthday in here on October 19th. And I continue to try to advocate. I have not been silenced. Uh, my faith in Jesus Christ has grew stronger. Um, he has allowed me to, to recognize that there is a purpose through all of this chaos and all of this pain. Uh, he has a purpose for each and every one of us. So I encourage every patriot listening to this uh, to, to have faith in Jesus Christ, to get involved in our movement. If you get the chance, uh, please donate to my gifts and go until the other patriots uh, gifts and goes uh, so we can afford legal bills. Uh, mine is uh, Isaac Thomas, January 6th. Legal Defense Fund on Gifts and Go. Um, but if you guys can please get involved and pray, that is the most important weapon. for everybody to get involved. We also have another audio uh, clip there from Dominique Botts, uh, who is a journalist. Um, and according to his Gifts and Go account, after the election irregularities in 2020, he went to the Capitol where he live streamed the event. Upon returning in early 2021, uh, Dominique was involved in a car accident and was hospitalized with a broken back and ribs. While in a hospital bed, FBI agents beat down his door and demanded his phone. He obliged uh, any and every request. After checking on him every week until the summer of 2023, the FBI finally decides to charge him for a felony, obstructing a civil procedure. Uh, he's currently at a crossroad where he was currently at a crossroad to take the case into an unwinnable political show trial and face 20 years if he loses or accept a plea for two years, okay? Uh, and so I want you all just to also hear from here from him as well. You all just sit back and pay attention. Hey everybody, my name is Dominic Box. I'm a January 16th detainee here in the Washington DC Gulag who uh, like many of us has experienced uh, the situation going on at at the Petersburg prison. So on November 2nd at 5 a.m., I left USP Atlanta and began my 12 plus hour journey to FCC Petersburg on the most uncomfortable and degrading bus ride you could ever imagine. I was tackled at my waist between my feet and my hand with a black box added between my wrists to further limit my already highly restricted movement. The gun-toting guards from USP Lee who bragged about making overtime by doing this transport routinely made hostile and derogatory comments too vulgar to repeat now. Throughout the duration of the trip, they kept the AC on full blast and the radio cranked to a level that made both communication and sleep impossible. There was a restroom, but we were warned prior to our departure that if we used it, we'd be, quote, in violation of the rules of the road and dealt with accordingly. Eventually, and despite being less than two hours from D.C., we stopped at the sprawling complex that would become our personal hell for the next two weeks, FCC Petersburg. After being shouted off the bus, we were berated for not knowing where to go during the intake process, despite being told multiple things by different guards. Without any food or toilet paper, we were then left in a holding cell for four hours. Sometime well after 8.30 p.m., we were headed back to the special housing unit, or SHU, which is typically reserved for problem inmates dealing with disciplinary infractions or those deemed too dangerous to be in the general population. 
My only crime that day was waking up as a pretrial January 6th detainee in Joe Biden's America. And once my cell door in the shoe at FCC Petersburg shut, it wouldn't open again for 14 days. For the next two weeks, I didn't leave the room that was smaller than your bathroom even once. I was provided no access to recreation or even fresh air. For 14 days, I was denied access to everything that makes time behind bars somewhat manageable. I had no books, not even a Bible, no access to commissary, no laundry services, no toothbrush or toilet paper, no stamps to send mail, no phone calls, no ability to schedule visits, and no end in sight. For 14 nights, my family went to bed every night not knowing why I stopped calling, what was going on, or where I was. As a pretrial inmate at a crucial point in my case, I had no ability to communicate with my attorney, no access to legal materials, and no way of assisting my defense as critical days were crossed off the calendar. Now, due to my exhaustion from the bus ride from hell, the first couple of days weren't much of a problem as I was able to sleep through most of the time. Eventually, however, staring at the same four walls and my only human interaction coming in the form of guards banging on my door began to wear on me. I filed multiple grievances and inmate request forms that went unanswered. Once, during the two weeks of isolation, a psych nurse made rounds and after listening to my concerns about the situation, apologized and said the best she could do was offer me a crossword puzzle. Literally every officer I spoke with regarding my situation either claimed, quote, not to work on this unit or deferred to someone else, with one even claiming that I deserve to be in the shoe because, quote, you want to act like a terrorist, you can be treated like a terrorist. To be clear, I am not a terrorist and have never engaged in acts of terror of any kind. The only people I saw engaged in terrorism were the guards at SEC Petersburg who kept me locked in isolation for 14 days without cause, left my lights on all night, fed me moldy and spoiled food, lied and harassed with impunity, and refused to provide my family with any information about my situation. I'm not special, and I certainly don't deserve any kind of special treatment. But myself, along with every January 6th detainee who makes it through Petersburg, deserves to be treated with dignity and decency. Unfortunately, that isn't happening at Petersburg, and that must change. Thank you for listening to my story. Go. So be sure to visit GiveSendGo.com, GiveSendGo.com, uh, Isaac, I-S-A-A-C, Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S, Isaac Thomas, and Dominique Fox, Dominique, D-O-M-I, Dominic, D-O-M-I-N-I-C, and then Box B-O-S, all right? Those are the two individuals that you can contribute to. Uh, so make sure you all go and help them. Now, I do have one question before I bring on my j panel full of advocates. My question is, where is the charges and the arrest for Nancy Pelosi's daughter who was there with an entire documentary crew filming it, okay? Because the last individual you just heard was, is a journalist. All right. And they appear to be locking up a lot of journalists. All right. So she was there documenting what happened. All right. And how do you obstruct a civil procedure uh, when no one was on the house floor? Once the doors was open from the inside and the people were let in and given a tour. So how do you obstruct a civil, a civil procedure? Okay, 
So this here rule has been misapplied, all right? It's been misapplied and it's been deliberately, in my own humble opinion, misapplied because there's a narrative that they want to have here and show here and is to implement fear. See, for me, the real coup d'etat, the real insurrection took place November the 3rd, 2020, all right, when they stopped all of the machines. And then in the heat on November the 4th, in the heat of the morning, all right, in the middle of the night, they continued to stuff, stuff those uh, uh, tabulators with those ballots to get the number up. They had to see how many uh, uh, fraudulent votes of fraudulent ballots that they have to put in in order to meet up with President Donald J. Trump, okay? That's in my humble opinion, because I wasn't there when they did it, even though it was on video of them doing a lot of this stuff, okay? These individuals need to be let out ASAP. They need to be let out. If you gonna let two men screw each other, and videotape themselves there at the at the uh, Senate and the Senate the the Senate hearing room, and you all you gonna do is just fire one. That's it. Just fire them. All right. You didn't lock them up for indecent exposure. You didn't lock them up for obstructing the hearing room. All right. You didn't lock them up for E. coli being spreaded. All right. In the hearing room. You lock them up. You just fired him okay but you got these people here locked up when they were let in from the inside and given a tour and then the people on the outside who were standing up there peacefully the police is who i saw shoot tear gas into the crowd first they are the ones that started that whole ordeal according to the video I don't even have to say in my own humble opinion because it's on video. There's video out there that could exonerate 99.99% of all of these fellas out there. Video out there. The Brady Act was violated because the government held evidence that could have exonerated these guys. Yes, and they still holding evidence. That's right. So if this guy, this, 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 this pervert can, can, can get it on there in the Senate hearing room, all right, and, and, and real quick, I'm about to bring on my guest. You all need to know this. According to Laura Loomer, the guy that was on top is a registered, he's registered as a foreign agent. And the guy on the bottom, he works for the German government. My question is, why was a foreign agent working for a U.S. senator and how did someone working for the German government gain access to the U.S. Senate room? Y'all think about that for a minute, but we just going to fire him. But you lock up people that you let into the Capitol. How did you know you, they let him because it's on video? And then you laid out the red carpet for him. You had two Red velvet walks right there for them to walk through. But Nancy Pelosi daughter, she had a whole documentary crew. Ain't nobody went and knocked on her door. Ain't nobody went and arrested her. Ain't nobody uh, uh, giving, uh, uh, charged her with anything, obstructing 
uh, official proceeding or obstructing civil procedures. And she was right there with her mother, Nancy Pelosi. All right, let me go ahead and move on right along and bring on my JSIS panel of advocacy. Uh, go ahead on and bring them in. Please welcome them to the show, you all. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Thank you all so much for being on. I really, truly appreciate it. Now, I, I want you all uh, uh, to introduce yourself and let everybody know the name of the advocacy group that you represent or have founded. And, and then we're going to follow up with how are you helping the J sisters? Ladies first. Okay, I am Jalise Middleton. This is my husband, Mark Middleton. We founded American Patriot Relief. And what we do as our advocacy is we meet the financial needs of the J6 defendants and their family. We do that by providing commissary to the prisoners. We do that uh, through an adopted J6er program that we market out in the public arenas. We also come in and provide mortgage payments to the spouses to try to keep them losing their homes. We also um, fly them to and from their trials because don't you know that every one of them have been bankrupted thanks to the American government. So when they have their trials in D.C. and they refuse to move them out, they no longer have funds to get to their trial. So we use uh, funds to get them to and from their trial. And then we meet whatever other uh, uh, social needs and emotional needs that, uh, that pop up. And we take those on a case-by-case -case basis. One of the programs that we offer is the hotline. That is 833-SAVED-J6, and we have that implemented um, for any January 6th defendant or their family to be able to call into one of our volunteers and hear from another January 6th defendant that understands what they're going through. And we do all that we can just to let them know they are supported, they are loved, and kind of help restore them after the destruction the government brings upon them. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, while we're still in the same block, I know I said ladies first. Mark, do you have something you want to say real quick before we move on to the uh, Sarah? I just want to apologize for some of the noise. We're in Phoenix at the Turning Point USA um, AmFest, and so we are actually filming on the streets of Phoenix right now. Um, we've got a lot of crew here to help us um, run the tables. We just got back from Clay Clark in Tulare at Tulare, California, and, uh, you know, Jaleese pretty much nailed it. Um, we meet whatever need out there for the J6ers, and our organization, Jaleese and I, have, have written into our bylaws that we cannot receive money from our very own organization. We are truly trying to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. And he said that because Wonderful. we have January 6th defendants. Absolutely, yes. We have... Uh, we are looking at more than 50 years in prison, and our trial date starts February 5th. I was going to ask that question, but, but I was going to get back around to it. All right. Thank you so much. You all stay right there. All right. Sarah, what's going on, darling? Uh, what, what, let everybody know what uh, advocacy group you represent. Yeah, my name is Sarah McAbee. I am co-founded Stand in the Gap Foundation, 
And our programs are we fund visitation through Operation Loved Wins. So as you know, the guys that were held in the DC Gulag were not able to see their loved ones for over two years. And when they were finally granted in-person visitation, it was quickly realized that they wouldn't even be able to financially afford to see their loved ones. So we fund all expenses paid trips for them to go give their loved ones a hug while they're um, incarcerated. And then we also fund appellant attorneys. So what we've seen among the January 6th defendants is because the trials are still held in Washington, D.C., and they won't be changed, is that there's a 99.6 conviction rate. So it really doesn't matter what kind of attorney you have, whether it's a public defender or a private attorney, you're still going to be found guilty on your charges. And so we are funding appellant attorneys to take these cases to the circuit court now to see if there's any any sort of justice in there. While um, our hopes are not somewhat high, we do believe that these judges need to be held accountable. And long-term for Stand in the Gap is justice reform because we're not gonna stop what the federal government is doing right now, federal law enforcement. We're not gonna change what these judges are doing overnight, but what we can do is alleviate the financial burden on these families. But what we need to do long-term is to make sure that this never happens again to American citizens. Wonderful. All right, Mr. Evans. I am Trentus Evans. We founded Condemned USA back uh, a couple years ago. I was also a J6 defendant. I got to do the lovely terrorist treatment and I did a short time in jail, but uh, it was all the same exciting. I much like what's been described by everybody else. I'm just grateful that I had such a short time, but we've been out here fighting for the people, knowing the content of the character of so many of these people that there would have been people like that inside. And if the roles were reversed, I think I could have counted on one of them to be out here doing what we're doing. Uh, we do legal advocacy work. We do research investigations. We provide uh, low-cost solutions for the uh, attorneys for research re uh, resolutions and uh, helping them with the motions and putting together the information as needed. Uh, we've done just about everything there is to do from housing J6ers, housing attorneys when they're working pro bono, uh, helping keep the legal costs down, negotiating that, and then you know, I got to mention, so thanks for having us. And one thing, all the, both of the people, Mark and Jalise and Sarah, we all know each other really well. We've all come to know each other quite well through this misadventure in the American history, if you will. But one of the things that I know is that, but I'm, I'm glad to see that, you know, there's a number of agent organizations that have come together like this and we all work to help each other. I mean, it's a, I mean, you wouldn't believe what goes on behind the scenes. You would think there would be like this coveted, these is mine. And, you know, the J6 atrocity belongs to all of America. We all have to own that because it goes on on our watch. But what the, we experienced is, is we've all, it's brought so many people together. So many people now know each other. So the one, I'd like to thank the FBI and the DOJ for helping all the patriots really get to know each other. Um, so that, you know, representative of names like Stand in the Gap, you know, American Patriot Relief. In case we need those organizations again, we all know each other. It's all formed up. We're ready to go. So That's thank right. you for that. We'd really like to thank the DOJ. That's right. Sometimes what the devil meant for evil, God can turn it around for our good. And so now we understand your connection. Everybody, Sarah, you have a husband who is still being held uh, hostage there, uh, I believe, in D.C., Correct, Sarah. Yes. Yes, and uh, and and so and uh, uh, Mr. Evans Trennis, you you were you uh, locked up before? Are you as your case dissolved? Or what's happening with your yeah. case, real quick, Evans? Well, so I was so I I ended up guilty of a single misdemeanor. I was facing the twenty three year nonsense. They dropped the felony. 
I took the plea deal to a single misdemeanor. And uh, it's, a, it's a long story, but along the way, I captured a federal human trafficking fugitive that escaped from prison. And the judges got the governor government got caught lying about this to the judge for 15 months. So there's, it's been a very exciting role for me here. But, you know, I, I try and spend my time to focus on these other people. Isaac Thomas, like you mentioned earlier, that's one of the J6ers that I've been dealing with. Uh, I met Isaac long before. He was arrested. He called me and said, hey, I was there. The FBI has been visiting. What's going to happen? And I started sharing with them kind of the reality of what's coming to your door and helping him prepare for what was likely to be this storm in the sense of, you know, you got to get your umbrella out. You need to be prepared. We need to have an idea of where we're going. Let's try and lay low, keep your mouth shut. And um, as you might guess, Isaac's not a lay low, keep your mouth shut kind of guy. He's definitely got his own ideas. He's very outspoken and God bless him for what he's doing. I mean, I talk to him every day and he's a, he's a great guy. We're working through his stuff. We're hoping that we may have him out. He has a status conference on Thursday and through the work that we've done and helping him and his uh, the effort of his attorney, we're hoping to see him out either right here at Christmas or the new year. And he's going to definitely need some help with housing and those situations getting out. Wow. Okay, Mark and uh, Jalise uh, Middleton. Uh, okay, so now explain real quick. What's going on with the two of you? Are you you telling me that you're facing 50 years together? That is absolutely right. Each of us separately are facing over 50 years in prison. We have been charged with nine federal charges. That is three felonies and six misdemeanors. And just our felonies alone will exceed 50 years of a potential sentence in prison. What is the what is it? What are the charges? We have the charge of assaulting police officers, um, obstruction of an official proceeding. That is what you hear referred to as the 1512 charge. And then we also have a civil disorder that after we refuse to take their plea bargains, they raise it up to a felony. And then we have approximately six charges of misdemeanors that include um, all the different trespassing charges that you've seen the other January 6th defendants get uh, charged with. Okay, you, I, the, the very first charge you said, assault charges. Who are they saying you assaulted? Well, apparently, um, if you went up to the barricade and you turned your back to the barricade there on the west side of the Capitol, and you and your spouse hugged in prayer with your back to the barricade, yeah. um, when yeah, when D.C. Metro cops came running in, specifically Daniel Thaw and uh, Jimmy Christman, they came running in from the back by the Capitol over the Capitol Police and pulled us into the line and began clubbing us. And when we turned around to shield ourselves from the club strikes, that constitutes assaulting federal police officers. Why they beating you and you're taking and, and shielding yourself from them, so that constitute assault charges. This this country, you yeah. all, this is this is this is some ridiculous stuff. So is this on video? Oh yeah. Yes. Um, okay. we do have a full video showing us about uh, 10, 15 seconds before the attack, during the attack, which only lasted about oh five to seven seconds and then after the attack, and it shows exactly what we claim we were doing, that we were doing nothing wrong. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. the government that is part of their protective order 
So we cannot release that video until after our trial. Well, I hope you can at least release it during the trial, can show it in the courtroom, because I'm understanding that a lot of these individuals can't even show the the evidence there inside of the courtroom. Wow. And so Sarah, exactly right. that's what that's what I'm hearing. And that a lot of these public defenders, they're basically working for the government, not on behalf of you. And so, uh, Sarah, your husband, how is your husband doing right now, Sarah? I know he wants to be home with you, but how is he doing? You know, in that DC pod, they are a, a unit, you know, there's, you know, about 34 men in there and you throw 34 men in a hot box for three years, there's going to be some interesting things that come out of there. But overall, you know, I believe that a lot of them are each other's strengths in there. They understand, you know, because they're going through the same thing. They're away from their families. It's the holidays. They're not able to see their children. And so they're really able to lean on one another. So I say all the time, I believe it's only by the grace of God that I believe that these individuals are going to come out stronger than they were before. Now, we know mm -hmm. that the people that went in are certainly not the people that are going to come out. Um, but I do believe that there's going to be very good things that come from this. And that's why I believe these organizations like Trenesis, like Mark Angelis are in place, because not only are we going to help these defendants get back on their feet, we're going to give them something to work towards, right? To either work in these different foundations or be able to support them in their own journey and in going into either um, some sort of political field or making sure that this never happens again, especially in the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Because not only you have these, these January 6th issues, but once they are convicted, sentenced, and sent on their way to the federal system, there's a whole new array of issues that arise. And specifically, I want to know where all the money is going, because these facilities are disgusting. They're ran by people that you wouldn't even want to run an animal shelter. And I say all the time, animal shelters are treated better than these individuals. And no American should be treated like that, especially on American soil by American citizens. You're absolutely positively right. I look at the way that they're saying now, we got to get all of this money. We got to negotiate for the hostages over in Hamas. We got to negotiate over there. So my deal is, what about the hostages that's being held right here in America? What about them? Okay, that's just my number one goal. I'm not concerned about no foreign country. I'm concerned about my country. I'm not concerned about no foreign borders. I'm concerned about America's border. That's what I'm concerned about. So they just sending money over and, and as far as I am concerned, in my own humble opinion, doing all of this money laundering while Americans is being kidnapped, tortured and held hostage right here in America. So our government, they can't talk about no other foreign country, no other dictators and the way that they take and torture their citizens when this our own government is right here doing it. And shame on the Republican Congress. Because see, at the beginning of all of this, they were saying there's nothing we can do. We don't have the house. It's nothing we can do. Well, they've had the house for all of these months, and what have they done? You got, uh, uh, oh Lord, I'm about to cuss, Lord forgive me. You got Mark, Mike Johnson up there, all right? Now he's talking about we can't release the rest of the videos. We got to blur out the faces before we release the video. We don't want nobody to be targeted by the DOJ. But he failed to realize that the DOJ and the FBI already have the videos and it's still, Three years later, 
targeting people, all right? But now, when we got these other individuals on the Democrat side that's going in there protesting uh, during an official procedure, there is nothing. I don't hear anything. I don't hear nothing about the FBI going to break down somebody's door. I don't hear none of that. Now, let me ask the three of y'all, because I can continue to go on and on. I am really fed up with this bull crap. I really, really, truly am. Because you can see clear as day what's happening. But let me ask the three of you all something together, because you are all advocating really for the same cause. All right? Have you all thought about even coming together to getting a group of attorneys, all right, who can really truly represent these individuals be, uh, that can't afford their own attorneys, uh, but but there's a group that represent all of the J sisters. Have y'all thought about that so that people can pull pool their money and and donate to that particular cause with the attorney fees and so forth? Well, oh, go ahead, somebody. Anybody, Sorry, you go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So, you know, we started working on that in 22. And uh, I would just leave it at this. Some people came along, liked the idea so much, they attempted to steal the idea and steal some of the people out of the organization by doing some rather nastiness. And uh, that's just kind of how things went. We worked at a coalition level. And we all decided after that that it was best that we continue working together from this coalition perspective. What we have working now is working. I'm not going to call it hugely successful because I don't see any of us out here running victory laps about all the people we're getting freed. However, great legal work is still coming down the pipe. I will tell you, I'll point you to a case tomorrow, AJ Fisher. There's a filing going in that we just finished writing. We've been up all weekend writing it. I mean, this was an all weekend ordeal, all week last week and the weeks before. So it culminates over a year's worth of research. And we believe we are going to see change of venue in Washington, D.C., be it the Supreme Court that grants it uh, after the fact or we get it from the district judge. But the judge tomorrow has some heavy reading to do and the government has some very uh, untimely, unfortunate responses to try and have to make here over the next couple of weeks of holiday. But I don't suppose they're probably that worried about celebrating Christmas with their families and probably not being much of a faith based group, I wouldn't think at this point. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, Sarah, what, what what are your thoughts about what I just said? And I, I do understand where you're coming from, uh, uh, Trennis. I understand exactly what you're talking about. That's why Diamond and Silk have always been independent. Because it's just really hard when you try to do things with a lot of people. People get these granny and these ideas and then they take and try to steal the concept. Sarah, what is what are your thoughts about what I just said? You got 30 seconds. Yeah, no, absolutely. Trinis has put an incredible organization together that does defense attorneys. Um, there's a couple of other ones out there, but they all seem to work off of each other. They're all a lot of their work is very similar with what they do. You just have to understand that this is literally a David and Goliath situation because we're out here scrounging around to try and get the American public to back different organizations for whatever they feel their their heart is called to, helping the families, helping the defendants, helping the legal side. But then you have the full weight of the federal government that has a pocketbook that is unlimited. And so absolutely uh, agreed that these attorneys need to work off of each other and work off of the work that they've done. They need to put their egos and pride to the side and do this for the greater cause of America. Amen to that. All right, uh, uh, Mark and uh, Jalisa, uh, Middleton, 
uh, what are your thoughts real quick? And then I'm going to have you all go around and let everybody know how they can stay in contact with you and donate to you. But what are your thoughts about what I just said? Well, I just want to echo really what Trinis and Sarah have said that, you know, Trinis has done an amazing job um, on the legal side of it. And we don't focus on the legal side. Um, we will work with Trinis, obviously, whenever he uh, might need our help. But um, one thing we have found is, is most lawyers, they're in it to get rich. They're not in it to, to uh, save America, to do the right thing. And a lot of them are even scared to take on the cause of J6. Um, hopefully that's changing. But, um, you know, it, it's just, it's sad. It's sad what we're seeing um, happen in this country right now. Well, I would say if I was a licensed attorney, I would do the whole, I would do all J6 cases, all of them, pro bono. I surely would because it's a, it's really easy to show when you have the videos and different things. But when you're in a rogue courthouse or courtroom with one judge doing this, then what's going to have to happen is we're going to have what's called a unity prayer against that one judge. We're going to have to fast and pray is what we're going to have to do. Each one of you have 30 seconds. Please let everybody know how they can contribute to your cause. Anybody go first. I'll, I'll go ahead and start. So AmericanPatriotRelief.org. That's AmericanPatriotRelief.org. And you can go to our website. And the very th first thing that pops up is the donate button. And we ask for you to come in and support us, find a J6er and adopt them for their commissary. And let's keep these guys comfortable and let the American government know we stand with our January 6th defendants. Amen. Sarah? You can go to standinthegap.foundation to learn more about what we're doing, what, how we got started in this, what our current projects are, and what we plan on doing in the future. I, my, I just implore your audience to find something and get behind it. If it's January 6th, find out what it is in January, January 6th, whether it is families, whether it's the defendants themselves. There's a lot of organizations out there that do different things. But I implore you to get involved because we cannot fight this beast alone. All right. Trinis? Okay, so you can find us at condemnedusa.com. You can follow our feed on Twitter. You can follow us on the socials at Getter, et cetera. Try and keep the postings up about what's going on. The website has the information. You have links to our gifts and go. Uh, we have a monthly donor subscriber opportunity where we send out a newsletter letting you know how your J6ers doing, what's happening in their case, kind of where we are. There's this update situation. Then uh, we have, you know, we have quite a few defendants that we're dealing with, and uh, we have more cases to come. So these cases, as they move along, we're trying to work with some of the new or novel legal actions on the change of venue. And those are some of the most important efforts because it has a sweeping opportunity to help all of the J6 community. If these trials weren't happening in D.C. and these trials were happening somewhere where these people could get a fair shake on fair ground, a level playing field where justice is meant to be equitable, then we wouldn't be in this situation. You know, people would go, go through a normal legal process. And uh, I think the DOJ would let up quite a bit because they know they wouldn't get these 
canned convictions that are just rubber stamped in Washington, D.C. against people that reference themselves as patriots and believe in this country because it's actually the antithesis of the idea embodied by the people that are in D.C. They see this wow. as a very different country and a very different plan going forward. Wow. Well, you all, I want to say thank you all so much for all that you do and continue to do. I want each and every one of you to know that you and your family is in our prayer. And we pray that in the end, well, we know that in the end, God is always going to win. So you all continue to keep the faith because remember, God is not going to bring you to it if he wasn't going to see you through it. All right. I love each and every one of you. God bless. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you so. God bless you. You're welcome. Continue to keep all of the JCIS political hostages. They're not prisoners. These are hostages. They are being held captive. And as far as I'm concerned, it's against their will. All right. Listen, don't forget every day at 1121 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We stop what we're doing and we pray. I pray for you. You pray for me. We pray for each other. Pray for President Donald J. Trump. Pray for his family and pray for God to heal the land. And Pharaoh, Pharaoh, let my people go. Pray for the gates to open for our J. Search you all and they all be released in Jesus name. So in the meantime and in between time, I look forward to seeing you next time right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Bye-bye. You're watching Lindell TV. Don't forget about Grave Care, you all, where they break down health care barriers to save you time and money. Go to GraveCare.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 to sign up for your first bundle. If you're having problems when it comes to these hospitals, when it comes to these doctors, it's not just about the pandemic. It can be about anything. anything. GraveCare.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 to receive a discount. Also, don't forget about the Hypochlorous Body Spray. Yes. If you want to keep pathogens, viruses, and bacteria at bay, go to CBSpray.com and get your Hypochlorous Spray. If you haven't gotten your potassium iodine, if you need hydroxychloroquine, or if you need ivermectin, go to drstellamd.com. Yes. And we've been talking about the circulatory system or how it affects and impacts everything. Go over there to the Dr. Artist Show mm -hmm. and pick up you something for that. Everything use promo code Trump1. Now listen, I know what everything I said. I don't want you to get a little hasty, but I want you to go over there and get you some tasty at mystore.com. Um, get the my coffee, the pods. They are available. Even get you a nice coffee cup. You can get that at mystore.com. Use promo code Trump1 mm -hmm. to receive a discount. That's mystore.com. Right. I say the best part to waking up is not being woke, but being awake with, <laughs> with my, my coffee. <laughs> I love it, y'all. I love it. So make sure. Also, don't forget about mypillow.com. Yes. Use promo code Trump1 to receive up to 66% off your entire purchase over there. Don't forget about our book, UprisingMyStore.com. Promo code Trump1. Don't forget about our bumper sticker and our t-shirt. Yes. It took 2,000 views to install one jackass. Mm -hmm. DiamondAndSoup.com. Use promo code Trump1 as well. Yes.